Hey, hey D&D, D&D fam. fam, I'm Quick, and I'm Lee, and you're listening to Divas and Duckets. So what is a diva? I think divas get a bad rep, but to me, diva is all about the attitude. As for Ducket, it's your finances, your assets, Skrilla, Guap, your coin. We're talking all things with the potential to affect your pockets. And while we're attorneys by trade, we are divas by choice. Divas and Duckets is for edutainment purposes. Y'all, we are not Series 511 or <laughs> 703 professionals. This does not create a financial advisor nope, nope. or attorney-client relationship. The views expressed here are solely our opinions and the opinions of our guests. It's just our opinions, y'all. Okay, okay divas, divas, let's talk Duckets. Hey, D&D fam. Happy New Year. All of the things. So, welcome to 2022. We hope you are healthy, happy. We hope you are quarantining because Omicron is tripping. So We can't can't get rid of it, y'all. We can't. Um, You know, we're just going down the Greek alphabet. I am afraid of what Omega (laughs) is going to look like. Um, But we are here because at the top of the year, people always make resolutions. Now, I'm a proponent of you can make a goal and start on something anytime. But I think Mm -hmm. the top of the year, for whatever reason, people feel more accountable. They want to shift. They want to start anew. So one of the things that people tend to make goals about, right, is money. Mm -hmm. And they want to make more money or they want to save more. They want to get out of debt. It always relates somehow to finances. So today we're going to be talking about teach me how to budget. Teach me how to budget. Teach Mm. teach me how to budget. Teach Mm. me eight. Eight. All my decades love me. All my decades love me. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> Sorry. Divas and decades. We got it. We got it. So, you know, we couldn't we couldn't play them. We don't own the rights to that song. So, <laughs> we just want to kind of go through some things similar to when we did that $100,000 mm-hmm. episode when mm-hmm. we talk about how far money stretches, right? And so, holiday spending, a lot of times people go through all this rigmarole to, you know, they want to see people open the gifts and their faces and that. And sometimes people go into a little bit of debt buying holiday gifts. And so the average, I know you looked up the other day, the average household spends about $1,000 on holiday spending. Mm -hmm. Um, I personally know some people who spend more. Way more. But this is just the average. Mm -hmm. So you know who you are if you, you know, spent a mortgage or two (laughs) in holiday gifts. Now Mm -hmm. you're kind of looking at those statements like, eh. Um, And so I'm quick, I'm going to let you go through because you like to do the little stats. What are some of the things that we should know kind of going into this budget episode and teaching you how to do the thing? So the first thing that I say when you are first figuring out your budget is, one, what are your goals? Most people do not know what their debt is. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're budgeting toward a goal, but they don't know how much they need to save, how much they need to pay off. Mm -hmm. They might have credit cards they've forgotten. Subscriptions are a huge thing, especially with all these people getting Pelotons Mm. and these monthly subscriptions. Oh, a subscription thing? Yes. To get those people to talk to you. Yes. I mean, they look cool. Right. I mean, no, they really do look cool. Mm-hmm. I just, the way my body's set up, the bike is uncomfortable. But go ahead. Yeah, so they have a tread. A what? A Peloton tread. 
Oh, mm-hmm. fancy. Trying to get time. So, anyway, so there's subscriptions to that. All these Apple lovers out here with your watches and um, things, they have subscriptions to that. It's just a, a huge, people mm-hmm. just tend to largely forget how much money they're paying yeah. in subscriptions. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just calculating, being able to figure out what your debt is. Right. Um, and... You know, just getting into that, you can go to the annualcreditreport.com mm-hmm. is one of the greatest places to start to start calculating your debt because they know your debt. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not necessarily the subscriptions, but, right. you know, your debt. And you can mm-hmm. go to that. Um, you can pull from all three credit bureaus mm-hmm. on your annual credit report. And my suggestion to do that is to do it beginning of the year, mid-year, and end-year, right? Okay. So pull from one at the beginning, the mm-hmm. second one in the middle, and then so don't do all three. Yeah. You can to compare them, but they're not going to be too far off from each other. Right. So the biggest way to see your change is to kind of pull it beginning, mid, and end-year. So it would just be to starting point, figure out what your debt is. Right, yeah. And so what are some of the averages in terms of debt and bills that people are seeing. so the average debt and this does um include i think the average debt based on pun bank rate was ninety two thousand dollars so whether that include a house or not i'm not sure the average mortgage mm-hmm. um on a home was two hundred and eight thousand dollars that's probably largely before this inflation of, yeah. of homes, all right? Because right it, now you cannot find. No, not a decent one. Not in a major city, no, I would say. You no. can't really find anything for 200 Yeah, and then, of course, you know, that's definitely not including your New York's, your California's, yeah. um, th- those cities, because you couldn't find that before inflation in, in a home like that. That was so. laughable. <laughs> right. So the mortgage, 208000 credit cards. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of was surprised by was only five thousand three hundred and fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, personal loans were sixteen thousand four hundred and fifty dollars, mm-hmm. and student loans were a re- a roughly around thirty eight thousand dollars. Okay. Um. So that was just like the average debt of of the American. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, you know, those personal loans obviously would be car loans mm-hmm. or anything like that. So, yep. you know, with ninety two thousand mm-hmm. dollars already, kind of looming over you go back to that holiday spending of uh, probably more than likely putting more debt onto a credit card um Mm -hmm. which is largely a reason that honestly even though the holidays are what they're supposed to be it's another reason why it's largely one of the seasons for the most anxiety and depression Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right they spike very much so after the holidays um, just because of, of debt, how much is spent, the expectation that you have to spend. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's a whole whole nother episode. But there is this looming large expectation that you have to spend so much money on um, stuff. On, on, on stuff. <laughs> on stuff. stuff. Yeah. And if you honestly, it's just, if you go through a lot of that, you know, I think as parents... And aunties and uncles and friends, uh, we feel like people need the big stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that they're not going to be happy with, you know, friend, even friends giving each other gifts. That I'm not going to be happy with the little candle in a, in a card. Yeah. Um, that the kid has to have, you know, multiple PlayStations, multiple PlayStation Air Max at 300. PlayStation you know? 7. Like, they don't have right. the one that just, you know. 
And that's the whole thing. And it, I mean, it is asked for my nine year old asked for a PS5. And, you know, he it was funny. He pulled up a TikTok mm-hmm. <laughs> of this boy saying, Mom, can I have a PS5? And the mom said, What's wrong with your PS4? Don't they play the same? He was like, Mom, this is you. I said, And it I mean, is. Because don't <laughs> That is me. Great question. So, um, you know, after the holiday spending, for you have to take into account, even budgeting, talking about holiday spending, right? People just swipe. They swipe yeah. to get. They don't keep the receipts. They're mm-hmm. not tallying up. How, some people don't even know how much they spend. If you ask them, how much did you spend on your holiday spending? They would have no Mm-mm. idea. And no. I'm going to tell you, I don't know what it was, but this year I was gift card auntie. So I <laughs> went and some people... because. Some people feel that thing of like, oh, it's not personal, mm-hmm. or they want people should have something oh, to I know open. That have gift cards. And I'm like, it is personal because I picked a store that you got the gift card to, so mm-hmm. I knew you well enough to know so and so is going to get a Victoria's Secret gift card, so and so is going to get a Nike gift card. But I literally pulled up at Walgreens and went down the rack (laughs) and said, this is what I'm doing this year. So I think something like that, it is easier to know I spent $300, you know, But even with those, they have the receipts, right, that they Mm -hmm. they, they give you. So um, when you're budgeting, you definitely want to keep your receipts and tally things up, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Count up the cost is, is, you know, something that I just often say, count up the cost of what you're spending in Mm -hmm. order to be able to do your debt. So first, after you get... Your debt, you want to get, if you're budgeting, you definitely want to get your your monthly household expenses. Okay. Um, whatever those may be. Some, you know, people live in apartments mm-hmm. and they don't have the same, you know, expenses that you do if you, you live in a house. And I think mm-hmm. we kind of did a little sample budget of someone we that did. might. Yeah. We did. Before we get into mm-hmm. what is the most common mistake people make in budgeting? Um, so not budgeting from I think the one of the most common mistakes for budgeting is not Budgeting based upon how you get paid, right? Okay. So you budget, you know, largely most people think about budgeting on a monthly basis, but mm-hmm. it's very few jobs. I know government jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, There may be some uh, military jobs. Mm-hmm. I, it's not teachers, I think. Yeah. Um, But there's not too many jobs that get paid on a monthly basis, uh-huh. but you budget on a monthly basis. Gotcha. So, um, you know, that can lend one or two things when you're doing that versus by, by your paychecks cycle mm-hmm. um especially in those that do i think bi-weekly cycles mm-hmm. in some months you get three paychecks yep. right and mm-hmm. if you're budgeting based upon a monthly bank some people blow that entire yep. last check they thinking like, oh, oh it's free money it's free money mm-hmm. and it's not because yeah. that next month mm-hmm. is gonna have that two-week cycle but that's extra money that you could be putting towards debt if you're budgeting yeah um and all of these things so mm-hmm. i think that is yeah that is one of the the most common things is and then also just not directing your money like yeah. getting a check and being like hmm I think I have this coming up. I mm-hmm. think, you know, not yeah. telling your money where to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Tell yeah. your money where to go. Tell your money where to go. Because if you don't, like, it's it just disappears and you're like, oh, I, I thought I, I, I had this. Mm-hmm. And whether you do, whether you budget based upon um, a cash envelope cycle, which mm-hmm. I personally don't, um, because I just like things to be tallied up so much. And mm-hmm. to me, it's easier to do that on a debit card mm-hmm. or a credit card because it's all right there, transactional based. Yeah. But if you do it on a cash envelope cycle, which is where um, you take an envelope and you donate, hey, these are for bills and you mm-hmm. put a certain amount each month for bills. This mm-hmm. is for um, eating out or okay. whatever. You you donate, you write the designation on that mm-hmm. cash envelope and put money into it. To, and when it's empty, it's empty. 
Okay. So, you know, until and again, that also is based upon can be based upon your your pay cycle. So whether uh-huh. that's biweekly or whether it's monthly, that's how much you use based upon the cash envelope cycle. Um, but the way you budget, regardless of whether you're using a cash envelope cycle or whether you're using, you know, debit cards or mm-hmm. credit cards, even because credit cards have this notion of being evil, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think they are. They can be definitely used greatly towards your benefit once you know how to budget money. Yeah. Now. I think if you have a strategy. Yeah, if you have card, a strategy yeah. and you know how to, but mm-hmm. credit cards can be very, very beneficial. Yeah. Um, but if you don't, yes, they're going to mm-hmm. get you in a in a world of trouble because it's 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 not making you bleed out your pocket, right? You're swiping right. something else. And as you know, I had to explain to my son, like, this is, no, it's not cash. Right. But this is, it's a loan. In, in mm-hmm. essence, it's a loan. You, right. You know, these whole buy, what is it, pay now? Buy now, pay later. Buy now, pay mm-hmm. later. Kind of the same same principles, right? The yeah. credit card lets you get you what you want, but mm-hmm. you're you going to pay me back. And you're right. going to pay me back with a lot of interest, mm-hmm. which also is um, in budgeting. I think some some people have no idea what their what their interest cycles are. Got you. Or what their interest rates are on their, their credit cards. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Well, as Quick said, if you don't manage your money, it'll manage you, mm-hmm. right? It will. So, okay, it'll let's... stress you out. <laughs> so, let's get into our example. We mm-hmm. have, um, we loved when JB was on when he talked about the 401k and whatnot um, late last year in November, I think. Yeah. Um, and so, he had the example of the young lady named... Miss Diva Duckett. Right. So we continued that. And so we are bringing Miss Diva Duckett to the table and we are going through her budget. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, all right. She makes 4000 a month. She nets 4000 a month. Mm-hmm. That's what this is based on. So this is based on someone who would net $50,000. So you're taking home about $50,000. Okay. But you can do this regardless of what you earn. I right. Mean, it's this- literally... This is you starting at something and zeroing down. And I think some people like, I don't know if it's called zero sum, but yes, some people so z- like to yeah. literally account for every dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, we I do that. Right. <laughs> right. So we got down to a certain point mm-hmm. and we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> so this is someone who would bring home 50K. And so we did this also based on averages. So just to let you know. Obviously, use your numbers, but Mm -hmm. these are just based on averages that we researched um, to give you an example of how this looks. And it's personal choice, right? So Mm -hmm. some people, I literally, like Quick has a notebook. Quick likes to actually write the Mm -hmm. numbers down and old school. Mm -hmm. I have a friend who has a spreadsheet. She loves that spreadsheet. I don't know. She got tabs and stuff. Who knows? So you can do it on anything. There's even certain apps, but I would really be careful with the apps just because some some of them have a cost. And if we're budgeting and trying to save money... That's, I mean, that mm-hmm. becomes an expense because it's a, it's a subscription. So just be careful with that. If you're going to use an app, make sure it's free, mm-hmm. um, save you some money. So, okay. So let's start um, with her, her, her spot because Diva Duckett has to sleep somewhere. So yes, where she lays her head. So mm-hmm. we did a two bedroom apartment okay. at $1,500. Um, again, based upon where you live, that could be laughable mm-hmm. or you could be clutching your pearls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but we did a two bedroom apartment for $1,500. Okay. All right. So we're about to about $2,500. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so then her utilities um, in the mm-hmm. apartments, utilities could vary, but we had her paying solely for cable and heating and air for okay. her utilities. So we assumed that her water was included, mm-hmm. you know, trash pickup, mm-hmm. um, those kind of things. But we had her paying $200 for 
cable and heat. Okay. All right, two hundred dollars. So we're at twenty three hundred. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so we're assuming Miss Diva Duckett is single and um, no children because her grocery budget is only two hundred and fifty dollars. I mean, um, you know, yeah. and we you know previously talked about how boys eat. So yeah, we know she that. Ain't no little boys. <laughs> there, there's no there's no boys in this house. No. So half our groceries at $250. So what does that bring us to? So we're at $2,050. Okay. And so dining out and entertainment, which I separated from groceries. Okay. Uh, and okay. so I did a $250 budget here. Now, mm-hmm. depending on how you're budgeting and how stringent you want to be with your budget, we could be on a beans and <laughs> and rice, you know, if we're trying to get out of debt, which is what I was on. I was a coupon and beans and rice kind of person. I was not dining. I... I Power or no mm-hmm. entertainment at that time was you know red box I mean, brought it in the house mm-hmm. but we're gonna you know let little single diva dug it live her life mm-hmm. we're gonna let her go out she went out for some drinks she went know. out for some drinks mm-hmm. a meal um or two depending on where she went mm-hmm. and we have, we're at a 250 dollar budget so that brings her under two thousand now right yeah she's like at about 1800 right now. and we haven't gotten into any car payments or anything like that so mm-hmm. car payment we kind of went back and forth because I wanted to. She was trying to put Miss <laughs> Duckett in something like two, three hundred dollars, and I was like, I don't know anybody whose car payment <laughs> and insurance is for is like three hundred. I was like, where they do that? At? I mean, even with good credit, what car? She got an old car. She, she did. did that. She like, did. yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so we looked at this. Like, you know, maybe her car is about four or five years old. Okay. And so definitely not new. It's not new. Mm-mm. She was, you know, smart. She brought used. And so her, you know, car payment and insurance is about four fifty. That's probably about right, unless your car is new. Then you pay more if it's new. Right. Um, so that four fifty, she's at what, about thirteen fifty? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So credit card payment, again, we said the average credit card debt was about five thousand three hundred and fifteen dollars. So her credit card payment on her cars, we have about $150 because, you know, she's she's being fiscally responsible uh-huh. and putting some debt towards that uh-huh. those credit cards. Okay. Um, next, we are going to give Miss Diva and Duckett some life insurance uh-huh. because we have said that, um, what, is the, what is the thing that they use when people die? They don't have no insurance? GoFundMe. Oh, GoFundMe girl. is not a life insurance policy. Uh, so <laughs> we're going to give her some term life. Because, you know, whole life might be a little expensive for her right now. So we mm-hmm. are going to give her some term life. Mm-hmm. And it's only $50 a month. Okay. That is reasonable. It so is. for these people out here do not have insurance, mm-hmm. go look into some term life. It's very cheap. Mm-hmm. It's obviously cheaper than this dining out and entertainment mm-hmm. that's up there. Please look into it. Um, What what does that bring her down to? About twelve, eleven hundred. She's right around like eleven fifty. Mm-hmm. So gas, I know y'all see gas going up. It's a little high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just. I'm guessing she drives like a car or something right? with a smaller tank. For four fifty, yeah. Um, with that, so you know, we looked at that. So if if she puts about fifty dollars a weekend, mm-hmm. she spends about two hundred dollars a month okay. on her gas. That's reasonable. I think mm-hmm. that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, we put her at a cheap gym. We did not put her at the Y. You know, um, mm-hmm. no. Ooh, <laughs> she does not have a personal trainer. So. The gym, you know, we here in Charlotte is called Fitness Connection. You yes. get it for ten dollars a month. Planet Fitness, all, yes. they all have a similar plan, right? And mm-hmm. then also, we uh, 
have spoken to it before, but if you do have, um, if you're corporate, you might mm-hmm. have some kind of plans at your job that will allow you yes. to write that gym off or get reimbursed for those gym memberships. So mm-hmm. that can save you even more in your budgeting. Yes. Use your resources. So I Please. would look into that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we only allotted her $10 for the gym. Yes. And so with that, when we take our gas and her membership, she's right around like 940 Okay. Mm-hmm. And so she started at 4000 Mm-hmm. She's at nine forty at this point, mm-hmm. and you know her bills to pay, and <clears throat> her insurance is taken care of. She got her gas done. We got mm-hmm. dining out and entertainment, so she has that nine forty. Mm-hmm. Now, Diva and Duck, she's responsible, so she's not she gonna is. just blow through that nine forty. She's not gonna be like, "Oh, bills are paid, right? Let's... I'm going to go in for a section." Right. With my girl, because we going out. Because I got 940 Blowing left. it on bottles. We're not doing that. No. No. No, no. We are going to be responsible and put some towards savings, right? Yes. Going to build up this emergency fund mm-hmm. and look at this, to these things, right? So yes. we're going to put her. She had $940 left over. We're going to give a third of that mm-hmm. to savings, put $300 away a month. Mm-hmm. And to savings, right? Yeah. And she's almost, I'm sure when she pays that credit card off, she'll be at the, I think, Generally, similar to tithes, folks say you should save about 10% of what you take home. So Mm -hmm. looking at that, like she's almost there with that, you know, $4,000 a month. Like, okay, well, she get that debt gone. Right. And she can maybe bump that up to about four. Because she could just roll that $150 on over to save it. There you go. Right. Okay. So, you know, Miss Diva Duckett, she, you know... Single female, but you know, she got a little friend at home, a little furry friend. So, <laughs> so we budgeted for a little Yorkie poo cut, but mm-hmm. honestly, I mean, depending on what you get, like my dog costs this much to go. Mine's the so, she don't never need to be cut exactly so. when you add on that nail grind or the teeth. So, I part. think this is for all dogs. So, it's basically, just, yes. she takes her dog monthly to Pet Smart, so she pays about $60 a month mm-hmm. for grooming, mm-hmm. and then. Well, she must have a little dog for this part. <laughs> right. For, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's the difference right there. $50 for food. Her dog eat them little cans. So, okay. Maybe she has like a small to mid-size one. Right. Cute, like, what do they call it? A Yorkie like, poo. Like a shih tzu or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, mm-hmm. she has one of those. Okay. So, she spent about one ten a month on her dog. Okay. So, we were at, she saved her $300. So, that put her down about six forty, mm-hmm. And then she spent one ten on this so what is that? Is that five ninety? I don't know. No, six forty. A hundred. Five forty. <laughs> then ten dollars. Five thirty. Woo, math. Look at that. So- <laughs> Budgeting without a calculator. So, okay, so she has five hundred and thirty dollars. Okay. That's what's left. Now, what we had not mentioned, mm-hmm. and that's why we say you have to really zero out or figure out what else is coming up. Because, again, in life, you'll kind of know, like, oh, I have to get maintenance on my car. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, I have to, you know, for those who tithe. We'll have to talk later about mm-hmm. that because we mm-hmm. have some thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your car taxes. Because here you get a bill to drive oh, yeah. your Not car. Every state does that. Yeah, right. you pay to drive your car mm-hmm. on the roads. Your car tax is a certain month. So you'll know what's coming. That 530 isn't just necessarily play money. Blow money. But yeah. what Miss Diva Duckett is left with is $530 in disposable mm-hmm. income. So income for those things that come up. So that could be clothes, you know, maybe she goes to Ross or goes somewhere to get her, you know, some things for work or, you know, little casual items, shoot, what have you. Maybe she tithes it. 
oil change because mm-hmm. you know their car is gonna need some maintenance. When you got please a car that's a little older, please you gotta keep the maintenance, the maintenance up. Um, or and even travel. Let's say she takes a little weekend to the <clears> beach. <throat> that's where that money is gonna come mm-hmm. from because you don't want to dip into your savings unless you have savings account for a specific purpose, like you have a travel savings. Mm-hmm. You don't want to dip in your savings, um, for these kind of things. Right. So. Um, you know, we've talked about it, I'm sure before, but you want to eventually get to a point where you have several savings and they mm-hmm. have different jobs. Right. So, and I'll yeah. say that's, that is one area I would use if you're mm-hmm. not going to have the savings accounts, right. To use the cash envelope system for. So this $530, um, I would put it into cash envelopes for savings mm-hmm. purposes. Now, again, she lives home. There's nobody in her house that's you know, untrustworthy or whatever. Yeah. Um, she can get a travel envelope. She can get um envelope for car maintenance. Mm-hmm. Um, these things because they will come. Car taxes will come. She's yes. probably traveling is optional, mm-hmm. but she doesn't have to live a life where she doesn't travel because she's not where she wants to be. Right. You know, and budgeting. That a lot of people mm-hmm. that fear of budgeting is, oh God, I'm not gonna be able to do anything, right? And it doesn't. And it's quite the opposite. Yeah. It actually Freeze enables you. you to do the things, Without and the it stress. helps you create a plan to do the things. And sometimes, if you budget and you realize, like, I feel like it's tight or what have you, sometimes that leads you to say, you know what? Let me pick up a little something part time or use a skill set mm-hmm. and like do that on the side to make up for it. Some people I know, you know, have full time, whether it's corporate job or whatever, they work full time, but then they have a side hustle right. that is their savings, right? Or their side hustle is a that money that they make has a specific kind of job so you know some people do that again to pay off debt it's like I'm gonna go get a little second little something and I'm gonna use that for my debt so Mm -hmm. I can make it work with these other things so I think it's really important I know at times it can feel you know a little down especially Mm -hmm. if you know you have debt but I do think when you go down this number it helps you it helps to clarify things Mm -hmm. and it helps I know one of the ways that I kind of whittle down to it um, and to your point about those subscriptions you f- you forget about, I pulled my bank statement. Mm-hmm. And that's where you'll see, like, what is that? Mm-hmm. It comes out every month. And you're like, what is that? So you'll start to see, like, different places your money goes that, like you said, you may not even use. Right. And it's like, right. I can get that $46 back and right. have that, you know, go towards my savings or go towards whatever. So And then they yeah. often say that when you spoke about bank statements, it's like, if you want to see what a person values, pull the last three months of their bank statements and look through it, right? Mm-hmm. What you value is where you're going to spend the most of your money at. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, just in that, like you said, if you, you start seeing these subscriptions that you're not using, mm-hmm. um, even the gym, if you, I mean, I have a $10 subscription at, at Fitness Connection because it's $10. Yeah. But if I was in a place where I was budgeting and I was strict with that, I'm not going to the gym, right? Mm-hmm. I would cut that $10 off. It might mm-hmm. be small, but over a, a year, it's $120. Mm-hmm. It starts to add up. Mm-hmm. Um. And then we also started out this talking about holiday spending, right? If you start budgeting and you do have that extra money left over, you do not have to start shopping for Christmas in December mm-hmm. or planning for Christmas. You might want to shop because they have all the sales, right. but you could start saving all year. You could. You know, if you have a, th- I want to, I have a thousand dollar savings goal that I'm going to do in December. Let me start mm-hmm. in January putting away a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You you'll have it. Yeah. And then you're not stressed about it, right? And mm-hmm. you know you've done the work all the year. Go splurge. Yep. You saved up. You've done what you needed to do, and, and it's fine. Versus stressing of pulling that thousand dollars from um, somewhere that it definitely does not need to be pulled from from a, apartment, right? You know, from actual 
bills that need to be taken care mm-hmm. of, but you're struggling and trying to find that money um, for holiday spending. Because we know that, you know, the reality, there are plenty of people that we understand will not have $530 left over every right. month, right? We know um, that everyone does not bring home right, $50,000. Right. So again, that's why we were saying with that, like, definitely plug your numbers. Mm-hmm. And it's important, like you said, especially if things are tight, life is expensive, to f- where you find that extra money, Make it work for you, mm-hmm. you know, and I just think it's really important to make sure that you're labeling things. So, for example, you can even name your account this like online. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, you OK, so, Ms., you know, Diva Duckett got her three hundred dollars a month. A lot of people, depending mm-hmm. on the person, make their emergency savings. They might make it three months of expenses. So when she goes down her stuff, might make it six months, whatever makes you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. But once she's let's say she wants to do six months. So. What was all her stuff adding up to? Fifteen hundred. She needs a good little chunk of change. <laughs> so she needs just counting her living because when you talk about living expenses, right. there's stuff that you have to do, right? So fifteen hundred, basically five hundred between utilities and groceries, mm-hmm. and then her car payment and her credit card payment. She needs about twenty six to twenty seven hundred dollars a month. Actually, twenty eight because gas. Mm-hmm. Um, twenty eight hundred dollars a month to live on. So if she did three months of that, as you can see, she's almost at nine thousand dollars that she needs for an emergency. Right. Once she gets to that, that that account it's not closed. It's just sitting there chilling. That's emergency. Don't touch it. Uh-uh. So <laughs> after that. That $300 a month can go to another savings, yeah. maybe for her travel or maybe for um, more entertainment. Mm-hmm. If she really likes that, do it like you do for Beyonce. Y'all know those when she comes out, you know, when the album comes out, she usually goes on tour. You know it's going down. You know you don't. It, it's just like they say about Jesus. No man knows the day or the hour that a Beyonce <laughs> album is coming out. So... If you save your money, you, the next, you know, next thing, like, I'm going to save for entertainment because I really like that. So when Beyonce comes out with that album and then she announces that tour and those bots then got your regular ticket and now they talking about $400, you like, you know what? I got about $5,000 in my um entertainment right. savings. Let me slide that because I want to see Beyonce. Whatever it is, it puts you in better position. And that's why I just kind of harping on the getting down and whittling down your budget because when you find that money and you free up money, you ease up your life mm-hmm, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you, like you say, you plan for things in your life a little bit more so that it doesn't hurt as much. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, some people are like, I would never spend $500 on Beyonce. Okay, cool, fine. But for the person who will, right. having that money already to the side and saved and like, okay, it's, you know, chilling, it's ready whenever, mm-hmm. is a lot easier than, like you said, I swiped my Amex mm-hmm. and now I'm going to have to pay that back. Right. So, yeah. And then I also, I think another, I mean, you made a, a perfect point about it. Like, once you hit a goal mm-hmm. in in your money make sure that you're taking that and it can be used to blow i mean i definitely think you should reward yourself like yeah. i am really bad about that and i think a lot of people have that habit especially mm-hmm. people that are type a and, uh-huh. and goal setters you hit mm-hmm. a goal and you instantly want to make What's another next? one All right. instantly On right mm-hmm. um but take some time take you did your nine thousand dollar emergency saving take five hundred dollars and go celebrate yourself mm-hmm. like it's okay. It's mm-hmm. I promise you it's okay. It's not going to make you irresponsible for that one month. Right. Um, but then go back on track and take take that money and like you say roll it on to to something else. Mm-hmm. It is just um I don't know. I can it's it's something so freeing mm-hmm. in being able to manage your money and not feeling like money is managing you. Yes. It's 
to not so feel like every time you freeing. get paid, yes. you're broke or like that you hardly have any money. Yeah, yeah. Or you're working for debt yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And there is, like I said, there's a large sector of people that mm-hmm. we understand that mm-hmm. there just isn't money, right? Like yeah. you just... You just don't have the money. But there, I think to that sector, there's an equally large sector mm-hmm. that have the money and are still struggling just because they do not know how to manage the money. Yeah. And they are going, trust me, I know you may not feel like it, but they are going to the same stresses, right? Because they just, they feel broke. And it's because they don't know how to manage money. So for that specific sector, mm-hmm. I will definitely say that there, it's just, it's freeing, right? Mm-hmm. And, and if you don't... Um, know how to do it. There's plenty, plenty, plenty of people and consultants. Hello? There are plenty of (laughs) people and consultants out there. Quick financial sense. Okay. That will teach you how to to budget your money. And then, you know, then you just have to stick to a plan and you will just be surprised even in a year Mm -hmm. how much your life can change from being being able to budget. You know, it's Mm -hmm. no different um, than than running a business. If you're having to run a successful business, you have to make plans. Yeah. You have to write things down. Mm-hmm. You have to have goals and goal setting. Um, so it, it's no different than than doing that than doing that with the budget. Yeah, yeah. All right, y'all. Get your get your calculators out, spreadsheet, notebook, <laughs> whatever you got to do. Get your budget and make sure you're doing it according to how often you get paid yeah, because I make sure. I made the same mistake I was doing it monthly and mm-hmm. honestly I will say it just kind of throws you off yeah. because you have different due dates for different things mm-hmm. and it just it's just easier to line up mm-hmm. so if you're bi-weekly or um what do they also call it the bi-monthly sem- no because bi-monthly is every two months is it like semi-monthly it's something yeah. like that where basically it's every 15 days. It's like the 15th yeah, yeah. and the 30th yeah, yeah, yeah. instead the of like, get paid like every that. two yeah. weeks. So regardless yeah. of how it works, if they you get, get paid, paid twice a month, yeah. right, or you get paid once a month, however that works out, like budget that accordingly. We did this based on her getting paid monthly. Yeah. And but. I will say also um, something you said made me think about this as mm-hmm. far as like due dates. Yeah. Um, on credit cards, mm-hmm. even on your um, utilities, call those companies up. If you know when you're pay period cycle is and you based upon your budget upon being able to spend most of your bills from the first through the seventh these these car they they just assign these due dates right they have no issue whatsoever Mm -hmm. they just want their money right they have no issue reassigning those days to be able to make them adjust um to to what you have so call them up and make sure that you do know these due dates because these late fees are killing people, man. Mm-hmm. And the, the corporations, they make a killing And they're off charging of them. late fee plus interest. Mm-hmm. So think about it. If you're a lot of these companies, the interest rate is like 20-something percent. So if you owe, for example, um, I will take the latest debt I had paid off. <laughs> so if you <laughs> owe like $3,500, the interest they charge every month was already like almost $30. Mm-hmm. So every payment you made, it was minus $30. Right. So then a late fee is $30 to $40. So if your minimum payment is $120 and you're late and it's interest, right. almost half of your payment is not even, it just doesn't even doesn't matter. Doesn't even go to the debt. So yeah. yeah, just really be on top of that. And um, like we said, budget according to when you get paid. We yeah. had Diva Duck get paid monthly, so. Right. And there are some, so for um, and I mentioned some people don't know like their the credit card interest rate. If you're mm-hmm. looking for that, just look on your bank statement. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually at the bottom, and it will say what your APR is mm-hmm. um, for your your interest rate cycle. And it's 
that also can be negotiated with when you have a history of making payments as you start to do this. Even if you were making late payments before yeah. and you're starting to budget and you get serious about budgeting, um, I would say within six months to a year, mm-hmm. call them. The, the worst they can say is no. True. Call them and make sure that you're, um, you know, seeing if you can negotiate that interest rate down. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're, you know, it's, it is what it is, but mm-hmm. a lot of the times they will n- let you negotiate it down. Even if it's a percentage point or two, that can really save you a lot of money depending on how high your interest rate is. And the other thing I would say negotiate just because it helps your credit score sometimes mm-hmm. because it looks like you have more utility mm-hmm. is when you have good payment history, you don't keep a lot of debt, like negotiate um, raising your limit. I do it all the time. Because it just makes you look like you have more credit available and that increases your score because if you have less debt, and more availability, it stretches that. Yeah, I am ratio. a huge proponent of that. I do it every six months. So, that too. <laughs> yeah, I hit that button. Increase right. Right. my rate. Gave yeah. you a few. Now that, when you do that, increase, and again, good, don't increase your debt. Don't swipe more. Right. They don't just they more. just increase in the rate because, yeah. they, you know, like she said. Now, we'll so. be talking later in the year mm-hmm. about how to use credit cards to your advantage. Right. How to strategize and make credit cards work for you. But again... It takes a lot of discipline it if does. you're going to do it. It does. So stay tuned for that. For now, mm-hmm. we're we're budgeting mm-hmm. and we're getting our lives. Yes. So we'll, you know, we'll come to that. So, okay, we are going to get into a diva letter. But first, we have a word from our first sponsor. Yes, Divas yes, and Duck yes, has yes. got to y'all. Okay. So today's episode is brought to you by Wooden Bowers. Um, They cover a plethora of areas, but we're here to talk to you today as, you know, civil rights laws, they protect individuals from unlawful infringement on their right to work, unlawful search and seizures, even from discriminatory acts in in, in their place of business. Mm -hmm. And so we all have the right to be treated equally, right? You know, we're all human. So if you think you've been discriminated against, if somebody, you know, got the wrong one today at your job or wherever, (laughs) call that you can reach them at 704-665-5838, 704-665-5838, or visit wvvlaw.com. That's W as in wooden, B as in boy, V as in Victor, law.com for a complimentary assessment of your case. And we will definitely have their information in our show notes. Yes, ma'am. All right. So let's get into our first mm, Dear mm, Diva mm, segment mm. of the year. Of 2022. Uh-huh. So <laughs> if you have a question, comment, concern, shenanigan, mm. you can reach us at divaadvice at gmail.com. Again, that's D-I-V-A-A-D-V-I-C-E. Diva advice. At gmail.com. Okay. Today's letter goes, Dear Divas, I'm dating a new guy and things are going well. Tad B. It's early, so I don't want to be extra, okay. but Mm-mm. certain things don't make sense. Mm-mm. Make it make sense. Like he says, he's working to retire from trucking, but when I went to his apartment, he barely had any furniture, and he had a single plate, bowl, and utensils. He talks about being very much a saver, mm-hmm. and while I understand and appreciate this, it just doesn't make sense to me that he's so bare minimum with his items, um, especially if he's looking to retire. So my question to you all is, is it too soon for me to question things? How would you go about having this conversation if not? And do you think it, do you think it looks funny? Signed, Anonymous Diva. 
<sighs> hey, anonymous diva. I um, <laughs> I think that will largely depend on the person's age. I, I don't know. I that isn't necessarily a red flag to me. I feel like okay. um, guys can be very bare minimum. I, I mean, they're ain't got no furniture though. <sighs> What is what is no is that like no furniture like she's sleeping on a floor, Which, or no furniture like he has a bed a chair and you know what just answer both ways because she's okay. vague if he if you walk in and it's an empty it's an air mattress. Okay, so if I walk in and there's an air mattress, <laughs> I mean I'm instantly gonna say something because that's just gonna take me aback. So there's gonna, not gonna be any like what when is this appropriate? What you I'm like watch, watch Netflix on the air mattress. I will. watch Netflix but it will be mentioned like bruh what's up what's up with the air matches like, you okay. comfortable down here like this is is this good for your back okay I mean I might make it into a joke but it's gonna be mentioned okay like, cause that's just that's just taking uh, air mattress in the living room <laughs> I just need to know but to he did girl. say I don't see I, he downsizes no what see? I would have took it more for the fact that he said he's a trucker, and if he's not there often, I, I don't know if he's long distance or local. Okay. I could understand not having furniture for that reason, but the okay. retirement thing. Okay. I mean, you can get cheap furniture at, at Maxway. Like I just. Okay. So yeah, okay. I, but I don't. I don't. It's it's not necessarily a red flag to me. I don't okay. feel like he's flighty. Like that, okay. It, so you it give it. You give like it benefit flighty. of doubt. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I. Oh, were you? I didn't know if you were done or not. No, I, I am done, but it just so I had a personal experience with someone. Oh lord! Where they only had like plastic spoons and like you know like the plastic ones you get from like Wendy's or whatever. Like that was their their silverware, and then they didn't really have like bowls and stuff. And I talked to this friend about it. She was she was like, yeah, my husband was the same way. She was like, I had to put the china. She's like, it's not a big deal. Like they don't. They're not necessarily, <laughs> I guess, like, I don't know. So, after that, okay. I just didn't make a big deal about it. But, okay. I don't, it's weird. Like, it's just weird. This but is true. I don't think it's a red flag, but it is weird. Okay, got you. Now, I, I guess, to me, it depends. Because it is strange to me that he has one bowl, one plate. Like, I mean, even a little set. Like, so, he went to, like, Family Dollar and bought this because a set from, like... Come on the box. I'm just saying, yeah, it comes with at least four. So, I'm like, how did you get to one of each? Like, you you definitely went to, like, a Family Dollar or something like that. You could buy an individual at Walmart. They'd be, they be on the... Okay. But it is kind of strange that you bought one. It is. Of each. You might as well, like you said, I could respect that you just got paper stuff over. It's it is a little odd. It's giving yeah. it's giving serial killer. Um no, I'm, sure he's, I'm sure he's safe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that. I would say if he didn't have any furniture. So to your point, it was it was a little vague, so I'm not sure. If he didn't have any furniture, I do get like if he's all about oh, I'm building and saving and I'm about to retire because truckers make decent money. Very. So I would kind of question, like, even with you saving, I don't understand that <laughs> not furnishing your place. I don't understand So that. I don't think it's too... So I, you know what? And I'm usually the person that's like, you don't really ask people what they make or whatever. I'm usually that person who... I'm not getting into that until we're at a certain place, until we talk about putting some money together. But... Hmm. Okay, continue. We'll get to that in a minute. I will say that to me, if you don't have front again, because, and I'm assuming if you watch this show, you a, a little season. 
So this ain't like he's a college dude or something like that. Like, I'm guessing you're at least around 30-ish. So not having any furniture is like, it's a little something. It's true. Like, I need you to have a like a couch. You don't even have to have the set. Like, you don't have to have the couch love seat. You have a couch and a bed. Like, that to me is bare minimum, at least. That is bare minimum. Yeah, you got a couch somewhere to sit if you, you know, in the in the living room. You got your bed to sleep in. And maybe you got a stool or two at your countertop if you got a countertop. But... Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't feel in this situation, like I said, I'm usually a little more conservative about asking people about their money, but to me, if he felt comfortable inviting you to his place and maybe <laughs> even trying to think, you know, something going to go down. On that mattress. On that air mattress or whatever he got going on, like, you can ask him, like, yeah, so what's up? Like, is your furniture in storage? Don't give him an out, because he might be like, yes, it's in storage. But just ask. Just like, ask. Please don't. What's up with do, your furniture? No suggestions. What's <laughs> up so with the furniture? <laughs> But if he just has minimal, like I said, like, you know, he just has a few pieces mm-hmm. or whatever, like, yeah, a lot of dudes just, it's not as they important They never get out them. the dorm. It's just not, you know. So right. I think it depends largely on that. But to me, if he's inviting you in this space and he's talking to you about his ducats from a, I'm trying to retire and all of this kind of stuff, then just ask and, like, go from there. And if it makes sense and it lines up and... You know, especially if as y'all are going on dates, he's he's paying for some of the dates at least. He's not giving bum vibes. Then, you know, let it, you know. And if you're like Diva Quick, since he opened the door about retirement, you can ask him how close he is to it. What are his goals? Then we can really see. You know, when you open the door for Quick, it's, it's a wrap. Kick it down. So let us know how it goes. Diva advice at gmail.com. Yes. So quick, do you have anything? I do not have any tips. Don't okay. buy him furniture. No. Mm-hmm. You know, we try to fix everything. Don't do that. Don't do it. That's my tip. <laughs> Bring some paper plates. Right. Yes. All right, y'all. So we will be back in a couple weeks. We have so much in store for you all this year. We're super excited. And, you know, you can find us on the things. We're on Facebook and Instagram, Divas and Duckets. Um, if you're watching, subscribe below. You should have been done that, but fine. Okay. Um, and for those of y'all listening, y'all should go over to um, the episode today. Diva Lee is looking very diva-ish today. You look so gorgeous. I love the hair. Thank you. Um, also our website, www.divasanddeckets.com. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, we will see you in a bit. And in the meantime, in between time. Have a great attitude. Bye.